Welcome to the Maroon Weekly Special Report, Double Jeopardy. This week we have an interview by a Maroon reporter and former Jeopardy contestant, who is Lucia Gang. She'll be interviewing UChicago student Harry Kiyoko, a contestant in Jeopardy's 2018 College Championship, whose first and hopefully not last game of Jeopardy is airing tonight, April 12th. Lucia was in the team tournament back in 2016 and made it to the semifinals. Lucia and Harry talk about how they made it into the game, how they prepared, and the all-important question, what is Alex Trebek like in real life? Now, for 800, here's the interview with Harry and Lucia. All right, so can you tell me about how one goes about being on Jeopardy? So, like, how does the audition process work? Yes, there's, like, a super happy coincidence, I guess. Basically, one of my friends in that fraternity um, is, like, a avid Jeopardy watcher and has, like, applied every year. So one night in the fall, like, on a win, he was like, yeah, the application came out. Let's all just take the test. So it's, like, an online test of 50 questions. Um, and there's, like, a qualified, like, some, something like 15,000 people take it. Um, and then there's a qualifying score that, you know, a huge number of people actually end up getting. So, like, 5,000 or something people out of the original 15,000 actually qualify. And then they randomly select... 250 people to go to like auditions and so I was just like selected to go to an audition which did it in a hotel in downtown Chicago and you basically just take another test you do like an interview and then you just play Jeopardy um, and so from that I guess 15 people get through that round to the quarterfinals which is then in LA which they fly you out for and then you participate or you compete over like two days and yeah, and then they are it. So that's like sort of a very weird, lucky story of me getting on Jeopardy. What was your reaction when you got the call that you were going to be on Jeopardy? Oh, I was just like totally surprised. Like I was pretty sure I hadn't done that well in the audition, but it just like, I guess came together. But yeah, it's really cool because one of the, it's, I mean, mainly I just laughed. Like it was just like one of those things. It's just like, it's just so funny and just unlikely that you would get it. And then it's just like such a cool thing to do that. Um, yeah, it was just more funny than anything else. Growing up, did you ever watch Jeopardy? Um, so I've never been like a huge Jeopardy fan, oddly enough. But I mean, yeah, I've definitely like, watched it from time to time, and I always thought it was really cool. But it really was just like my friend suggesting that we all do it that like prompted me to do it. Obviously, once I got it, I became like the biggest Jeopardy fan and watched like probably hundreds of episodes in my free time. I watched them as they came out. Um, yeah, like if you caught me in my room, it, there was a good chance that I was just watching old reruns of Jeopardy. Uh, so yeah, I definitely made up for some lost time. Did you watch those Jeopardy episodes to prepare? Yeah, absolutely. So the preparation is like, I mean, there's no good way to prepare for Jeopardy. Um, but I think what I sort of did was I ended up watching a ton of Jeopardy. You start to see like general themes, right? There's certain categories that will come up all the time, right? Stuff about U.S. history, uh, presidents. And then there's also a ton of like literature that you know is going to come up. So it's like American literature. Uh, contemporary English literature, like 18th and 19th century literature, um, and then art history is like a big one that you get to learn about, which is actually one of the coolest things I thought, because you don't really know that much about it at first, but once you start to delve into it, it's really cool, and like these people have really interesting stories, and all the artists were super depressed, and like, they have like very interesting bios, so yeah, that was basically my approach. What would your dream Jeopardy category be? So the one you do the best in. So yeah, I mean, without giving too much away, like yeah. my, my dream category is Broadway. Like I'm a huge Broadway fan. Like without giving too much away, like the buzzer is just really, really hard. 
but yeah, I mean, I love I love Broadway. Like I know you know so much about it. Um, seen a bunch of the shows, so that would be ideal. Um, and then yeah, like anything like U.S. presidents, very into. And yeah, I was like very unfortunately I was quoted like I'm also very good at capitals now. And I meant that in like a broader context, like I meant like world capitals. But I get how it comes across, like, oh yeah. Yes. I do know that the capital of Maine is Augusta, so, there you go. Um, can you tell me a little bit more about the buzzer and, like, what's behind the scenes of Jeopardy that viewers at home might not realize goes on? Yeah, so I think a lot of people, when they watch Jeopardy, and certainly for me, like, what I was studying, is that you think that whoever, like, knows the most is going to win. But it really comes down to, I feel like, at least in my game and the games that I saw, most people know most of the answers. Um, the real limiting factor is just the buzzer. And so people are like, oh, practice the buzzer, you know, be quick on it. But it's not really about being quick because, you know, anyone could like buzz in quickly. It's about basically what happens is Alex reads the question and then right when he finishes like saying the last syllable, there's a guy who I guess determines whether or not the, Alex is done and then he unlocks the buzzers. So if you buzz in before that, then you get locked out and you can't buzz in for another like quarter of a second which is seems short but it's like an eternity in buzzer time and if you buzz in too late then obviously someone's buzzing after you so nailing that timing right after Alex is done is just a very hard thing to do and it's frustrating too especially when you like you know an answer but you just can't buzz in um yeah as I'm sure like you know but it's uh yeah I mean I think that's the biggest thing that people don't realize is that the buzzer is literally the entire game so what was it like meeting Alex it was cool. I mean, so it's it's weird. I mean, I'm sure, like, as you know, like, you see him so much, like, when you watch Jeopardy, that when you actually meet him, it's just so bizarre. It's like this, like, character from a TV show or from a TV screen, like, in real, uh, like, in real life. So it kind of, like, it seems like you're like, looking at, like, a wax figure to someone, like, on TV, and you're like, wow, like, that's Alex Trebek. Um, so it was, like, totally bizarre. It just didn't feel real. And, like, while you're doing it, you just, this isn't, it just comes across as not real. <laughs> Did you talk to him about anything interesting without giving anything away? Um, yeah, so I definitely, I had, like, an interesting story for my first year. The funny thing is, is that, basically, as soon as you get on Jeopardy, you're emailed the packet of stuff that they want to know about you. Um, so you have to send in, like, five fun facts and, like, five things you've done. So it's, like, a lot of information that you give them. And then day of, you know, Alex has a card with all of this information. He picks whatever he thinks is most interesting. So you're sort of caught flat-footed because you don't know what he's going to ask you about. And, like, we, the show had been postponed because Alex had, like, yeah. some health issues. So by the time I got on the show, it had been, like, two months or three months since I'd, like, submitted these. So then he asked me a question about something that I'd done my freshman year that I'd submitted and totally forgotten I'd submitted um, and so, yeah, definitely had an interesting conversation about that, as you will see. Great. I'm looking forward to yeah. it. Um, can you talk a little bit about how the episodes were filmed? So I know that Jeopardy, like, films multiple episodes in one day. And... Yeah, yeah. So, it's, it's, so basically, because it's a tournament, um, the way it works is, like, the wild cards, they're called, are people who don't win their games, their first games, but they score high enough to advance as well. And so for betting strategies and for guessing as well, they we couldn't know what the other scores were in the previous games. So I'm on the Thursday game, which means I was the fourth out of five to be filmed on that first day. So they kept us all in this back room, like just like being babysat by one of the producers. And we're basically just back there. We watched Easy A, we watched The Princess Bride, 
Uh, and I think I started Iron Man 2 by the time. And so we're just, you know, all these college students just sitting back there playing Uno and watching video games, like, brought us, like, lunch from juice boxes. Like, we were just literally being babysat in this green room. Um, but yeah, I mean that. So while that's happening, each episode is being filmed. It takes like thirty minutes to film, maybe a little longer. And so yeah, so that was just like kind of a funny experience. And everyone's going stir crazy because everyone just wants to get out there and play. And, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, so that's like sort of what's happening when you're not out there. And then when you're out there, like you'd be alarmed by how much actually goes into it. When you're watching Jeopardy, you just think like, oh yeah, they just do this, take commercial break. But I mean, a lot of times, like a contestant, will, like a contestant's buzzer will break or. Alex might mess up reading a question or, um, you know, any of numerous things can go wrong and then they'll stop and they will refilm it. And so it ends up like taking quite a bit longer. And then the other thing that no one gets to see is when we go on commercial break, uh, we actually use that time to like ask contestants like drink water or um, make sure our buzzers are working or check in with the producers if we're having any issues. And during that time, Alex talks to the the crowd. Um, And yeah, he's just like a very funny guy. Just like, loves to like riff with them and make jokes um it's definitely a really entertaining thing that a lot of people don't get to see so while you were up there did you bond with any of the contestants what was like sort of the general camaraderie like yeah absolutely i mean we definitely like became pretty good friends because we were just back there in that room for so long and also we were like all staying in the same hotel so at night like we all went out or like all hung out and yeah so now we have like a big group maybe we talk about it every day it's been like pretty funny because i i'm not a huge like twitter person but there's been like a ton of stuff on Twitter and like it's just very interesting and we're all like talking about it and like sending screenshots of the funniest ones. Um, and then the other crazy thing is like it's a very small world. Like we end up, you know, we all go to pretty similar schools. So people know a ton of people, how we all have friends in common. Um, so yeah, it was like a really weird way to make friends, but uh, a very novel way I'd say. But yeah, definitely came out of that with some good friends um, and we're all still in touch. Are you planning on checking Twitter when your episode's airing? I don't think I don't think I'm going to. Um, I'm not a big Twitter person in general, but um, yeah, seeing the way that it's gone, I think it's just something that might stress me out. Um, and I'm sure I'll hear about it if anything too notable happens. The big fear, I think, though, is beyond anything, just to not get memed. You know, mm. that's like the nightmare scenario, um, <laughs> and it's something that we talk about because you know you never know what facial expression you'll make or what answer you'll give that could end up, you know, making its rounds through Twitter and Instagram. So that's what that's what we're trying to be careful about. <laughs> Someone in my year actually didn't know the answer to her final Jeopardy. So she, instead of, you know, just giving up in a sad way, decided to write down what are those and yeah, got memed. Yeah, yeah. And what that was her goal. Yeah, yeah. It's a classic. Um, I, I mean, mean, being memed in a good way could be a good thing, but... Uh, you just can't control that piece. Were you nervous, I guess, when the episodes were being filmed? And also, where were they filmed? In a studio? Yeah, it was actually pretty cool. So they flew us all out to LA. We stayed at Universal City at the Hilton there, uh, which is a really cool big hotel. And it was also great because we were all like on the same couple floors, so we all could like hang out. Uh, it was definitely funny like the first day, though, because when you checked in, we had like a free day. Uh, we got there on Saturday, and we had Sunday off just to, like, you know, whatever, relax and study and do whatever we wanted to do. So you're walking through the hotel and like you're seeing other kids, you know, like is that kid like on Jeopardy, like kind of like sizing up the competition. Um, but then yes, yeah, so we went to the like to the studios in Culver City, um, and yeah, it's pretty cool. Like there was like movie, movie sets all around. We actually got to see the Wheel of Fortune set, uh, which is like in the studio right next to Jeopardy, and that's where we filmed our confessionals, which I think go up after the episode. 
so yeah, that was like pretty cool, just sort of getting an idea for like what a real studio looks like. And then when you're actually filming it, you know, you're not that nervous because you're kind of in it, and it's a fun game to play. Like it definitely is, and like you, you know, you get kind of competitive. There's definitely some adrenaline going, um, and so. I think that when you watch Jeopardy, sometimes like, wow, those people are pretty composed, and like you rarely see people like looking that nervous. And I think as soon as you get up there, like the nerves go away. Um, also, the producers do a really good job of like trying to keep you calm and like hang out and like keep your mind off the game at breaks and like talk to you about stuff. Like one of the producers, like at one of the breaks, was like telling us about his cars. And we're like, all right, like you know. Um, so. Yeah, it's weird. You would expect to be more nervous, and you're definitely nervous leading up to it, but once you get out there, you're a lot more calm than in the game. Are there any Jeopardy, past Jeopardy contestants you look up to? I'm like a huge Austin Rogers fan. I think he's hilarious. And like for people that don't know, he's like obviously one of the more, I guess, public figures to be on Jeopardy, because just because he had a really funny presence, he would answer questions really funny, and Twitter was always trending with him. Um, and yeah, he did really well, went to Challenge Champions, and then came in second um, last year. But yeah, he's definitely one of my one of my favorite Jeopardy, past Jeopardy contestants. Um, actually, yeah, on another cool note, though, is that since I've been on it, I've been added to the Jeopardy contestants Facebook group. Are you in it? I am in it. Yeah, yeah, and it's pretty cool. Like, every now and then, like, Lisa Schlitt posted in it, like, yesterday or two days ago. Um, and you're seeing like all these like big like famous Jeopardy people um, usually like, in a Facebook group with them all of a sudden and they're like friending me like it's like it's definitely pretty interesting pretty cool so I will end with the question that I'm sure that everyone has been asking you did you win no comment all right cool that is it for the Maroon Weekly's Double Jeopardy episode thank you to Lucia Gang and to Harry Kiyoko don't forget to tune in tonight to watch Harry compete Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time.